Welcome to Story Strategy Live with Evident Inc. Don and Nancy are both here today on episode 41 to talk about real life romance. And we're going to have some really awesome guests. Actually, they're not guests, they're video recorded, but. Right, but they're kind of guests. They're, they're, they're making special guest appearances. That's right, that's how we should say it for next yes, time. Yes. Special <laughs> guest appearances happening. Um, yes, soon, later. So we have a video um, that I, spent some time this week editing together. So you know, it's going to be really bad. <laughs> I'm so excited. I haven't seen it. So I'm yes. very excited. So we um, ended up, I think we have three authors whose names you will know, um, talking about how they met their significant others and recommending one of their books. So it should be fun. And we'll tell our stories too. Hi, Julie. I'm glad you guys could gonna... come on Friday. I don't know how disruptive this was for other people's schedules. Apologies. It worked out for you, Dawn. Yeah, that's fine. There's a it's sad not like face. I'm just... There's a Someone sad put face. A sad face. <laughs> yeah. I can't see it. Oh, it um, on like the Facebook comments. You know how you can put little oh, usually yes. a lot of hearts and happy faces, but today we have a sad face. Someone is not pleased with this so far. I don't like our Friday change. No, oh, maybe this worked out great for me. It's not like we're doing anything exciting on Friday night anyway. So well, we were fine. supposed to be, um, we were supposed to be skiing this weekend up at Beaver Creek. Um, and I'm glad we're not for a couple of reasons. One, it'd be hard for the husband to ski with his detached Achilles tendon. Um, he still can't walk, so skiing is probably out of the question, I'm guessing. I'm not a doctor, but that's... <laughs> you just prop him up and push him, right? <laughs> he just slides right down it. Yeah. Um, and then the other reason I'm really glad we're not there is because it was two degrees here this morning, so I can't imagine how cold it would be up at 14,000 feet, but too cold for me. Well, you know, we're supposed to get snow, my little Texas heart cannot handle the fact it is like 26 degrees right now. Um, Valentine's Day is supposed to be the coldest Valentine's Day like ever. Oh. And then they're talking about us getting three to seven inches of snow. Well, that, that would be fun for all the no. kids who live down there that never get to see snow. My kids don't There's even no bother to go outside anymore when it snows. <laughs> they're just like, oh, again? Okay. Yeah, so I'm just going to, I've, I've got my blanket, I've got my little space heater. Um, we went to the grocery store today, and I am just going to just be a hermit until it's springtime. That's my plan. So. I bought a lot of cookies today. Is that what you're supposed to do when it's really cold? Like, I remember when we lived in Maryland, anytime snow was forecast, people would get um, bread and milk and toilet paper and eggs, I think. Those were like the staples. It, you have to make French toast and then worry a lot about getting the runs afterwards, I guess. That's, I think that's the thinking in Maryland. <laughs> that's the thing. Yeah. So, um, yes, Julie is saying that the, the Fort Worth pileup was no joke. Yes, there was a very, very bad accident. Um, I'm between Dallas and Fort Worth, so there was, I had no reason to be on that highway, but there's a very, there was a very bad accident, and that's because we cannot drive on ice. So I was just thinking that most Texas drivers are probably not really used to driving in those conditions. And not at all. But the, that accident, they were saying it was black ice, and there's just nothing you can do. You can't see yeah. it. You can't until you hit it. But um, so yeah, I don't plan on leaving the house. Like I probably won't even go check the mail until like next Friday. So. 
I didn't check the mail for the last three days because it was too darn cold. It was, yes. it's only 10 here today. And I think Sunday is supposed to be our coldest day for a long time too. My son told me it was going to be negative something. I've never seen negative anything because no. I don't live in Canada. Right. Um, <laughs> yes. So I'm, that will shock me. But I think, is it oh, Christy's birthday? Happy birthday, Christy. Thank you for joining us on your birthday. You want us to sing? Do you Don't want Nancy like to, to sing? sing? <laughs> <laughs> I don't sing. <laughs> okay, so let's talk about meet cutes. I've been practicing saying it correctly. You did it right. I'm it. proud of you because saying cute meat just sounds so weird. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about meet cutes um, because that's why we're doing a special Valentine's Day. Tell us how you met your Valentine. Well, we've uh, talked about our meet cute at the hotel yes. in um, Denver. Denver. Yes. That was cute. It was at a bar. That's where yes, I always we met people. at a bar. <laughs> <laughs> I should have brought a drink today. I'm just drinking water. It's so boring. But yeah, it's in a pint too. glass. So. I, I have my red for Valentine's. Actually, I always have a red cup, but that works too. I'm pretending I was like going to wear a pink shirt or something, and then I realized I don't own a pink shirt, and that makes it hard to wear one. In my experience, I was too, but it's freezing here, so I have to wear a sweater like one of the three that I own. So yes, so that's where we're at. But um, all right, I guess we can stop talking about how cold it is. Yeah. Everybody gets. We'll, <laughs> we'll stop talking about the cold. So. First, why don't you tell us how you met your husband? Oh, okay. I guess I knew we were going to do that. But for some reason, all of a sudden, I'm like, what? <laughs> um, well, so it's a kind of a weird story. I mean, it is and it isn't. Um, I lived in New York City until the World Trade Center came down and then could not find a job to save my life. Um, everybody I knew was laid off and I had a serious boyfriend there and we were living together. I, we actually weren't living together. I, when the whole thing happened and everyone got laid off, I gave up my apartment um, because I wasn't going to be able to pay the rent because I didn't have a job. Um, and we kind of like spent our days, like everybody was laid off, literally everyone I knew. So we kind of wandered around the city. It was also a really weird city at that time because it just like we, everybody was kind of just in shock and, um, so we were running around day drinking, collecting unemployment and trying to figure out what the heck to do with our lives. And I came to the conclusion that I needed, I couldn't, I couldn't do this forever. Um, and it was getting toward Christmas time and he and I were trying to figure out what to do together. We were in love. It was a great relationship. Um, but he was from Florida and I was from California and I was a little bit older. And I was like, look, if I'm going to start my life over in a brand new place, I I want to go home. Like I want to be closer to my family. So I'm going to go back to California. And he was like, well, I feel the same way. And I want to go to Florida. And I was like, well, I don't want to go to Florida. <laughs> and he was like, guess what? So we, we broke, we actually didn't break up. We kind of went, okay, well, I guess we'll just see what happens. And so we just both went our separate ways. Um, we, we literally never broke up. So I, I think he's gotten married and I should be mad about that, but been a lot of years now so anyway the point of that is not that's not how I met my husband but I was a little bit at loose ends I went home I lived with my parents for three months at 28 years old which um, it was unsettling and I went to a Christmas party that I did not want to go to with them because I'm like yeah your 30 year old daughter is living at home with you and <laughs> going to a Christmas party <laughs> at a Christmas party with all your old friends yay 
Um, but at the party, uh, another kid of my parents' friends was there. He was 30 something. And he had just been promoted out of a pharmaceutical rep position in San Diego with Pfizer. And we got talking and I was like, I don't know what the hell I'm going to do or where I'm going to live or anything. And he was like, why don't you talk to my boss? And I was like, because I don't know anything about pharmaceutical sales. And he was like, they have a fantastic training program. You'll love it. They hired me. I moved back to San Diego, which is where I lived before I lived in New York. And so I had just gotten settled down there. We start, started this great new job. I was totally happy, made some new friends, living in a cool apartment building. And I was like, you know what? Like I should open up my aperture if I'm not gonna meet men out at bars and stuff. Like you just, you go out at night, you don't necessarily meet people that you wanna date. I was like, I'm gonna put myself on match.com. So I did that, went on some terrible dates, um, ended up, I think I contacted him. This guy was a, I don't, he wouldn't have put it in his profile. I knew he was in the military, I guess, and he was cute. So I was like, well, that'd be kind of interesting maybe. And so we started talking. He told me um, he was a fighter pilot. He flew F-18s. And so I was like, oh, because I'm of the Top Gun era. Um, oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. And he didn't push me to like go get a drink or have dinner or anything right away. So I kind of liked that because the whole online thing still felt kind of icky to me. Um, and so I was just talking to him and we were like pen pals and you know, I like to write. So that was very comfortable for me. And this is before everybody had like easy cell phones and, you know, international calling. Well, cause I didn't know he was international for a while, but so I don't know, like a couple weeks in, he tells me, by the way, um, I don't know where you might see this going, but I'm actually going to be overseas for a while. Um, I actually left the day that you first got in touch and I won't be back for six months. And I was like, Oh, Okay. And he's like, so we could be pen pals. And I was like, great. <laughs> so <Why not? laughs> over the course of that six months, we actually did graduate to talking on the phone. Um, and during that time, um, the Iraq war kicked off. And so he got frozen over in Japan. This is the longest story ever. I'm really sorry. Um, no, you're I will wrap up. He got frozen on his, on this deployment so that they could take the guys that were going to replace him and send them over to the war. So he got stuck over there. And in the meantime, his dad got really sick. And so he got to come home. Um, he lives in San Francisco. He got to go home for two weeks to see his dad. He thought he was going to be gone. He thought he was going to die. So they let him go home to say goodbye. And he took a week and spent it with me and a week with his family. So I got to meet him. He had We had already said, I love you. Actually, he had already said, I love you. I felt like it would be really weird to say that to someone I'd actually never met. Um, but he said it on the phone one time and I was like, I thought, um, I was like, I just, I don't, I don't think I can say that yet. Like I, this is so weird. So the first time I ever really met him, um, was new year's day. I had gone to Breckenridge with some friends to go skiing and he picked me up at the airport in San Diego. So the first time I really saw him, he was standing at the bottom of the escalator holding a bouquet of flowers. And I knew it was him the second I saw him and, we went out to dinner and he was going to stay at the Naval Lodge. Um, he had a room and everything, had all his stuff over there. Or I think it was still in his car. He hadn't checked in yet. And at dinner, I was like, don't, why are you going over there? Like, that's silly. Just um, anyway, the rest is history. We got married twice. Yeah. So that's, so that's you, the whole story. No, you can't just leave us with we got married twice. Oh, <laughs> well, so then he went back and he got uh, extended again. And it ended up being 13 months that he was not living in the same place as me. But by then I had figured out that this was worth waiting on. And so we both said, okay, we'll see what happens when he gets back. He came home. We ended up, I don't know, he came home in like September, I think. 
we dated, um, I think we went our separate ways at Christmas because it was still like, you know, we didn't, I don't know, our families would have been like, who is this person? Um, but we got engaged in April. I think we moved in together in March, got engaged in April. And then, oh, by the way, he was going to get deployed in June to the war. And um, though he was a pilot, the Marine Corps does this awesome thing where they say every Marine is a rifleman. And so you have to do a ground tour, even if you're a pilot. And so his ground tour was going to be on the ground in Iraq. And he ended up being that point of the spear that went into Fallujah where everybody got killed. It was super awesome. But um, so he, he proposed. We knew he was leaving in June. And we decided to go ahead and get married before he left. So while he was gone, we planned, his mother and I planned a real wedding so that we could have nice pictures. So that's why we oh, got married nice. twice. <laughs> so that's my story. Really, really long. Sorry. That's very cute, though. That's very sweet. So you can meet the love of your life online. You can. You can. Um, I didn't. I met mine in person. At church. Yes, we met at church, which sounds like a lot different than it actually was. Um, we met at church at a church that we were both visiting for the first time. I had uh, moved to Texas. I was in a in a really good friend's wedding, and um, I was kind of on again, off again with one of the groomsmen. But it was the day before I was moving to Texas. Like she got married on Saturday, and I literally left her wedding, went home, got the last of my stuff, and the next morning got up and drove to Texas. And so from where? From Oklahoma City. Oh, okay. And so, but I was moving to Texas. I was in this wedding, had been kind of on again, off again with the groomsman. And he was acting really, really weird at the wedding, which was just strange. And then I figured out that it was because um, this guy who kept talking to me, this older gentleman who kept talking to me and was being very sweet and everything. Um, that was his dad. Uh -huh. And he had no idea who I was. Oh. <laughs> because... He had never mentioned to his dad that he was dating anybody other than the other girl he was dating. Oh, no. Yeah. And so, like, when I was leaving this wedding to knowing I'm going home, I'm moving to Texas, I don't know if I'm going to see this. And this was, of course, before cell phones and all that kind of stuff. I handed the guy my address and I was like, this is my address in Texas. I don't know if you want it. I don't know what's going on with you. And honestly, I don't have time to talk to you about it right now because I have to leave. Mm -hmm. And he hugged me and was like, okay, well, you know, see you later. And he walked off and I was walking to my car and this guy, the, the nice gentleman who'd been very friendly with me the whole time was like, oh, did you know my son before today? <laughs> and I was like, like, well, only in the biblical sense. <laughs> yeah. I was like, um, yeah, I, I did. But he's like, oh, well, good luck in Texas. You know, too bad you're not here. Da, da, da. And I'm like, yeah. And so I got to Texas and I was like, men are terrible. I don't want anything to do with them. Yeah. And um, so I started teaching in August. And then in because uh, I moved to Texas like three days before I started teaching. And so I started teaching and one of the older like mom type people that on the staff kept inviting me to go to church. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm, you know, getting settled and everything. And finally she was like, you need to come to my church. I'm singing this weekend. You need to come, you know. And so I went to church with her and it's one of those where they have several services. 
And so I went to like the main service with her. And then afterwards, she's like, we have a great singles program. You totally need to go to the singles program uh, Bible study. And she basically like walked me to the door like you would a small child. You're like, I guess I'm going. (laughs) She was like, my, her Bible study was, you know, she was in the over fifties Bible study over here. And she's like, but you need to go, you need to go in here. And so I was like, okay, I'm not really doing anything else. And so I walked in and, you know, kind of saw this guy who was kind of cute, but I'm completely new. And I have no problem walking into a room where I don't know anybody that's never bothered me. But um, so I was kind of like watching him and there was a Bible sitting on the chair next to him, but I didn't know whose Bible it was. Like, I don't know, like if his girlfriend's in the bathroom or whatever. Yeah. Um, and that whole men are terrible thing that had just completely like gone out of my mind because he was really cute. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe they're not so bad. And so I was sitting there and I was like, if somebody comes and moves that Bible, I'm going to go talk to him. And right as I had that thought, this guy walked up and picked up the Bible and was like, oh, sorry, dude, and walked off. And so the next thing I knew, I was standing there going, hi, my name's Dawn and I'm new here. Do you mind if I sit next to you? (laughs) And so um, he will tell you I picked him up. It kind of sounds like you did. I just presented myself. That was all I did. (laughs) I just, I'm a friendly person. And so um, he's like, no, sure, sit down. And so I sat down and we kind of talked a little bit. And I found out like, this is his first time visiting there too. Because you asked, do you come here often? And I did. (laughs) (laughs) You totally picked him up. (laughs) What was funny about that is... Um, he will absolutely tell you he had grown up in a completely different church in the area and he will, he will freely admit that he had left that church and was visiting other churches seeking out women. Oh my God. He's like, he's like, I couldn't date any of the people left in our church because like, I know them forever. (laughs) And so he's like, he's like, I was, I was interested in meeting somebody. So, um, we're sitting there, do the whole Bible study thing. And during the final prayer, his stomach started growling, like loud, like I could hear it. Mm-hmm. And I'm sitting there trying. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right. You, you understand now why I had to do this. Um, and so I'm sitting there trying really hard not to laugh and trying, you know, and so like as soon as the, the prayer leader said, amen, he looks at me, he's like, I am so sorry. I'm starving <laughs> because he, Cause later he's like, I didn't want you to think like I had gas or something, you know? And, um, I said, Oh, that's okay. You know, your stomach gave my stomach ideas. It's fine. And that's when he broke out his really smooth line of, well, then why don't you let me buy you lunch then? And you did. And I did. Of course I did. And the rest and so, was history. Well, we no? went to lunch <laughs> a little bit, a little bit okay. more. Okay. So, we went to lunch and um, we're sitting there eating and he's like, so what do you think of hockey? And I was like, Oh, I really don't like hockey that much. I like football, but I really don't like hockey that much. And he went, Oh, so I play on four hockey teams. <laughs> and I was like, and now I'm going to shove more food in my mouth. So sound will stop coming out of it. And we're like, do you play on any football teams? <laughs> right. Yeah. 
So I learned to love hockey, but we we went to lunch then. Wait, what kind of hockey? This is Texas. What are we talking about? He he played on two ice hockey teams and two roller hockey teams at the time I met him. And he played ice hockey. He quit playing roller hockey um, a couple, like a year or two into our, our us being married. Was like, so are you coming back this evening for evening services? And I never, yeah. ever went to evening services. And I'm like, oh, absolutely. That's a lot of church so, in one day. <laughs> I went back. I went back for evening services, and he took me out for ice cream after that. Wow! And wait, the, did you change your then, clothes in between? Oh, yeah, of course. Oh, that's so because funny. so we went out for ice cream, and so that was in September. We got engaged officially. We got engaged in August of the next year, but we'd already like talked about getting married. Um, Someday I'll tell you all the fun story of when he asked my dad if he could marry me. And my dad <laughs> thought it would be great to call me and tell me that he told Scott no. <laughs> not not a good prank. No, that's not, that's not a good prank. And so, um, but, so we met in September and we got married the next November. And September we, to November. Okay. Yeah. So, and we've been married 22 years. So... Sorry, my husband has given my dog a very loud thing. So if you hear a lot of noise. It's... Oh, well, and I can hear my bird going crazy. So that's my story. Now, that's Mary cute. says, I I knew Mary was going to throw that in there. Mary says that she asked her husband about D&D. All right. To be fair, day. I'm not dissing on D&D. And my husband has played it. And my kids play it. And I have even played it. And my brother was really into it. And I'm the only reason I feel like it's okay for me to make fun of it is because I know what it is. And I understand yes. it from the inside. And I will admit that my husband and I bonded over playing um, World of Warcraft and EverQuest for a long time <gasps> when we were young and single and didn't have, you know, people. Other humans. Yes. <laughs> when we I had time to have people. fun. <laughs> yes. So, so. So those are our stories, and I'm I'm so excited to see the video. Should we do the video? So we have um, we have Melanie Harlow, we have Claire Kingsley, and we have Eva Charles all talking about how they met their significant others. Um, and then I asked Melanie and Claire to share one of their backlist books um, as a suggestion for a romantic read. If you need a suggestion, I think um, we forgot to ask Eva that, but it's okay. So. Um, I think when we hit play, we will still be able to converse. We'll be on the side. We'll, yeah, we, we'll be quiet while the, <laughs> while the movie goes. Here we go. Let me see if I can do this. <laughs> there it is. Hi, my name is Melanie Harlow, and I met my husband through music. He had a big band. He was the vocalist sort of like Frank Sinatra style. And I was a swing dancing groupie. And I pretty much would just hang out by the bandstand all the time and hope that he would notice me. He remembers this differently. He claims that he said hi all the time and I said nothing back, but I think I was just shy. Uh, this is a romantic title from my backlist. It's called After We Fall. And it's about a hot broody farmer with lots of abs that falls for a sophisticated city girl and it's got lots of my favorite ingredients it's opposites attract it's second chance it's forced proximity all the good stuff and i think it's a really hot romantic emotional title so happy valentine's day 
I muted us while that was going on. <laughs> so I had to pause it and then unmute us. So isn't she cute? She's adorable. And that cover is very nice. I know. I love how very she's like with a lot of abs. <laughs> yes, I, I'm a fan. I'm a fan of the abs. I'm a fan. Yes. Well, her books, you know, I'm a huge Melanie Harlow fan. Um, but they're always like just such a satisfying, romantic, emotional read. So if she recommends that one, I suggest you all go grab it because I have no doubt it would be a good Valentine's Day read. Hi, I'm Claire Kingsley. I write uh, steamy and heartfelt contemporary romances and romantic comedies. Um, I met my husband a really long time ago. We were high school sweethearts. I was actually the new girl at school. We moved to a new town in the middle of my freshman year of high school. And the very first time we met, um, it was second period health class and there happened to be an open seat next to this cute boy and uh, the teacher sat me there. That was the very first time we met. Um, we started hanging out as friends, but the really cute thing is that he had no idea that I had a huge crush on him. Like he had a crush on me, I had a crush on him and he just, he was adorably clueless. It's so cute. Um, we eventually started dating and we've literally been together ever since. I dated him from the time I was 15. I married him when I was 22 and we've been married for 21 going on 22 years now with three kids. So it's uh, not the most common of love stories for a couple to meet so young, but it certainly worked for us. I'm glad I found my, my person and my soulmate um, as early as I did. It worked out great for us. So that's our story. Um, as far as my most romantic novel, I don't know, that's a tough question because romance is, you know, it's what I do. Um, but I think that I would suggest Faking Ms. Right, which is a romantic comedy. It's a lot of fun. Uh, it's got a lot of big feels and it's got one of my favorite combinations, which is a stoic grumpy boss and his sunshiny assistant. So, and a fake relationship. So it's a lot of fun and there's a lot of uh, swoony romance involved and some steam some definitely some steam so anyway that's my story thanks so i'm sensing a trend what Grump. trend is oh. <laughs> yeah. oh grumpy and stoic evidently i was just that's the sweetest story ever isn't that cute and i got to meet him they were both at um at ram in um texas when I saw you after the conference and he came with her, both he and um, Lucy Score's husband. Yeah, they were both there and it, it was so cute. It was like, because they're both, both those couples are A, completely devoted and adorable and ridiculously cute. And B, um, the husband in both cases works in the business. So they're like a publishing team. And um, Claire's husband is like super smart on like data and all the advertising and the numbers. And he, I can't remember what we were talking about. But he was like, oh, I could totally make you a spreadsheet for that <laughs> or a database or something. And I was like, I would have no idea how to use that. <laughs> <But>. <laughs> I'd look at it and go, oh, how pretty. Look at all the colors. Isn't oh, it buttons. Nice? Oh, I broke it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, so we, I did not take him up on that. <laughs> But, all right, I'm going to uh, let Eva talk. And while she's talking, I'm going to go take that box away from my dog because he's driving me insane. And I, I don't know if you guys can hear it, but I certainly can. It's uh, not ideal for recording. So let me hit play and then I will be right back. Hi, everyone. It's Eva Charles, author of Steamy Contemporary Romance and um, Steamy Romantic Suspense. I'm here today to tell you how I met my husband. 
Um, many years ago, I was filling in for the Portuguese interpreter at Cambridge City Hospital, in case anyone knows where that is, and my husband, Andy, was a medical student. He, um, after much negotiation and discussion and following me around the hospital, I finally agreed to go out with him. We went to um, a Mexican restaurant in the neighborhood and we had a great time and he decided that night that I was the one. And I decided that night that he was really hot, but that I had no interest in a relationship with anyone. I had just um, ended a four year relationship and I was waiting to hear from graduate school. And um, I guess you could say that I had places to go and things to do and people to see and a relationship just wasn't in my um, near future. But Andy, who um, does not have a patient bone in his body, but who has always extended me a great deal of patience, um, he lured me in very quietly and um, seduced me. And before I knew it, I, I had a toothbrush at his house and we were going out to buy a Christmas tree and um, then I had an engagement ring on my finger. Um, but um, really I couldn't resist him. He, um, he was fun and he was funny and before he um, had gone to medical school, he was um, a lead guitar in a rock and roll band and he could play my favorite songs and he played, he paid careful attention in anatomy class. Um, he was irresistible and um, the rest, as they say, is history. Um, and I, um, not every day, of course, has been wine and roses, but every week and every month and every year has been better than I deserve. And um, if I had known then what I know now, how important it is to have a partner who has great integrity and character and who's loyal um, and who is a fabulous father, my 25-year-old self would have scooped him up right away. Happy Valentine's Day. Be good to everyone that you love, especially to yourself. Um, and take care. I adore her. She has the greatest stories about how they met. And um, she didn't talk about any of her books, but she has the, uh, I guess it's the Devil's Duet and Bound. And there's one more that I'm forgetting. Depraved? Is that, or that's part of the duet? Yeah, it's... Uh, Delivered, depraved, bound. And there's one more that I'm forgetting, and it's about gray, and I really like it, but I can't remember the name of it right now. I can't now. remember the name of it either. Yes. Her, book, <laughs> her, her books, books are good, but they are, I mean, steamy is not even the word to begin to describe well, it. Romantic's not the word I would use either. I mean, there is romance. They are romances. But, um, yeah, they are, uh, they're more sexy than, yes. than romantic, I guess. But I love the way she she talks sort of like she writes, like the way she was talking about her own relationship is sort of how she yes. writes. And I love that he played cl paid close attention in anatomy class. I know. That's, that's, that's the best line ever. So yeah. Okay, so do we want to see if any of anybody out there want to share how you met your Valentine? 
Well, we should. So if you if you can enter a bit in the comments um, to share, then we'd be happy to to chat about that too. In the meantime, while you're doing that, we should talk maybe a tiny bit about why we thought that this would be fun today and how it relates to what we're doing this month and to your writing overall. I think it's great inspiration. I, I love hearing how people met and that moment in a romance when they finally meet and that kind of sets the tone for the entire story. That's, I love that. There's a website called, I think it's just howwemet.com and you can lose like days oh, just wow, scrolling through stories of how, and it's little short things like what we just did, scrolling through stories of how people met and it's, it's awesome. When I think, I mean, any of those three, I feel like Eva did write her story kind of because I feel like the last one I read from her was almost that situation at least it was in a hospital um, yes but and it was a reluctant heroine I think and a more eager yeah I think it was almost I we should ask her if it was based on her story <laughs> but even the you know the high school sweethearts um and Melanie's story about her husband remembering it differently um I just think like that's all such great fodder you know Oh, Kate did well, give us one. Oh, she did. Okay. I'm going to throw something out real quick, though, because, you know, there's all these Valentine challenges going around on Facebook right now. Of, you know, like, <laughs> of, there's a, you know, how did you meet? How old were you? That kind of thing. And oh, one yeah. thing that's fascinating to me is one of the questions that pops up on there is who said I love you first? Oh, yeah. And it is fascinating to me how many people say they don't know. Really? And I'm like, how do you not know? Like I, that moment is like burned in my brain. How do you not, how Although did that not I, stick out to you? I can answer the question about my marriage, but I don't know if I can answer it about any of the other relationships I've had. I've only had a couple serious relationships, but I honestly don't remember. I just think that's interesting. That is interesting. Um, do, you, do you want to read Kate's comments since I don't have my glasses on? Yes. <laughs> Kate says, I met my husband in a bar. I love meeting people in bars. Um, I was going through a divorce and was upfront and told him I wasn't divorced yet. He gave me a big smile and said, he must be a nice guy. <laughs> I was surprised and said, he is. Why do you say that? Because you're not angry. You look really happy. <laughs> Best line ever. Aww. That's really nice. I think it's, yeah, because when you're, when you're going through a divorce, if it's bitter, then it's probably not the right time to meet somebody new. <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> be like, sorry, you are absolutely going to be the rebound. If you're okay with yeah. that, we're fine. <laughs> I have a few things Sweet. I need to work out. So, <laughs> Are you game. signing up for that job? <laughs> that is so sweet. Well, my parents met in a bar. Okay. Um, yes. And the interesting thing, I, I wish I could get more information about this because I know that my parents met in, the, met in a bar. I know that my mom was working at the bar and her statement on how she, on how they met was that she really liked the way he looked when he bent over the pool table to take his shot. <laughs> Good for your mom. <laughs> and and at the point in my life when she was telling me this, I was like, I need to hear no more. Don't, don't tell me anymore. My parents um, love telling their story. Theirs is pretty good too. He, um, I guess he was going to go to a wedding. He lived across the street from a friend of his, or he, he was friends with his neighbor basically. Um, and they were both going to the wedding, I guess. And his neighbor was like, well, do you want, do you want to take somebody? And he was like, no, no, I don't, I don't have anyone to take. 
And he was like, well, um, we've got someone in mind. Maybe we could set you up. And he was like, oh, okay, sure. So he calls this woman that they, they gave him her number and said, oh, she's great. You'll like her. So he calls her and he says to my mom, um, so I got your number from, from my friend across the street and I'm going to a wedding on Saturday. Wondered if, if you might want to come with me. And she was like, oh yeah, that would be nice. Cause I guess they had already prepped her and he goes, well, so, um, do you have a car? And she was like, I, I do have a car. And he was like, okay, you're going to have to drive. <laughs> and she was like, okay. And he goes, yeah, cause my car is in pieces right now. And she didn't know what that meant at all. So <laughs> she was like, okay. So he's like, yeah, if you could pick me up, he gave her the address and everything. So she shows up, he's under the car and a bunch like of his buddies are like hanging out drinking. <laughs> yeah. Like in the driveway. So he's like covered in grease. She pulls up dressed to go to a wedding and all his friends are there like ogling her. Like he completely forgot about the whole thing. <laughs> and he's like, oh no, I didn't forget. I'll be ready in five minutes. Not. <laughs> he goes inside, leaves her in the driveway with these guys. <laughs> and when he comes back out, I guess one of them went in and, and was like, who's the hottie in the driveway? And he's like, I don't know. <laughs> but they got, I guess um, they dated for, well, oh, and after the wedding, he was like, do you want to go catch salamanders? <laughs> she was like, what? Because As you do a, after a wedding. I mean, what else are you going to do? He's a science teacher and he needed to get some salamanders for his class or something. I don't <laughs> That's so she awesome. said yes and they went into that. <laughs> and then they went out i guess pretty much non-stop for two weeks and he tried to start a conversation like so things are going really well we should probably just not make any serious decisions anytime soon <laughs> and she goes so do you want to get married or not <laughs> and he goes okay <laughs> so they got married like two weeks later they got married after a month wow yes and how long have they been married I think we're going on 50 years, pretty close to. That's pretty awesome. They were both married once before. And my dad is 13 years older than my mom. But both were married like a year or less before they got divorced the first time. I mean, the only time. Unless they're planning something that I don't know about right now. <laughs> <clears throat> Christy says, I was an artist looking for, for a model for a set of cards featuring Greek gods. Oh, well. Um, I thought he was cute, but not my type. But everywhere I went, he was there. I found out later he was asking my family and friends where I was so we could keep meeting. <laughs> Unfortunately, it did not end well after 23 years. Oh, he got hooked on crack and that ended us. That would end things. I'm sorry, Christmas. Yeah, that's sad. That but that's a, a sweet story. story. Though. <laughs> it's a very cute story. It's very persistent. The um, asking the family and friends, I'm going to tell a story on my roommate in college. Uh, we went to college in a very small town and the like people knew each other. And it was really weird for me because I was not from a small town. So I wasn't used to everybody knowing your business and everybody being able to just find out about things. And there was a um, this guy that my roommate's name is Amy. And she kept seeing this guy whose name's Doug at the Y because that's where you went to work out. Cause we didn't have like a gym or 24 I at the hour y fitness. In San Diego, and that's so, a big city. So it happens. So she was going, she kept seeing him there and they had like some mutual friends that they knew they had some mutual friends because they both were at the Y or whatever. And, um, Amy kind of mentioned him a couple of times, but she hadn't talked to him. She didn't know him, that kind of thing. And she worked as an admin assistant at a law firm probably the only law firm in this town 
<laughs> and there was, uh, and she worked with another girl we went to college with. And Amy is, can be loud sometimes. She can just, she just projects very well. And she was, walked out of one of the offices and looked at the other girl who was working there and said, you know that guy, Doug? And the girl looked at her and said, the one sitting on the couch behind me? <laughs> because he had come in to get something like notarized or something. <laughs> I remember her telling us this when she got home and we're all like, what did you do? And she said, I just turned around and walked back in the office. What was I supposed to do? <laughs> And so about a week later, we were all at somebody else's um, apartment, like probably watching Friends because it was Thursday night and that's what you do. And I called to check the messages because you had to like call and put in a code to check your messages. I called and checked the messages and there was the sweetest message. And he's like, hi, my name's Doug. And I know, you know, mutual friend from the Y and she gave me this number and I just wanted to see if you wanted to go to this George Strait concert because we're getting a limo and all of these other people are going, so you won't be alone with me, but I would like to ask you to go with me. And I was like, you have to hear this. That's so cute. <laughs> so she got on the phone and I, I distinctly remember her like jumping up and down going, what do I do? What do I do? And I'm like, <laughs> You call him back and you tell him yes before I call him and claim to be you. So, <laughs> and so like he came, he picked her up and they went on the state and Aww. they're married and got two kids now. But oh, that's I always thought that was that was very rom commy whenever she just walked in. And like, she's like, of all the times I could have mentioned his name, he is sitting on the couch in the <laughs> waiting area. So. Uh. Yeah, I totally want somebody to work. Want to go? Want to go catch some salamanders into the next <laughs> rom com that we read? Or next, some of our clients need to get on that. Uh, it's a rough one to fit in, really. I mean, yeah, my dad is not... the king of non sequiturs. So, <laughs> yeah, I don't. Right. I don't know what my what my response would be to that, especially yeah, if I'm dressed for a, for a wedding. wedding. Yeah, yes. <laughs> she was like, "Oh, <laughs> sure, why not?" I mean. I didn't yeah. like that dress that much anyway. My mom's very easygoing, so. Okay, so this has been fun. I'm glad totally. we did this. This has yeah. been a nice way to wrap up a Friday. This has been fun. And if you want to still share your How You Met story, you are welcome to put it in the comments here, or there's a thread going in the Story Strategy Saloon that if you're not a member of the private Story Strategy Saloon Facebook group, you totally should be. Bring we have it a lot to of the fun saloon. There. Bring it to the share saloon. at the bar. So we have... Uh, coming up, we're, we're doing Love Hurts, and that is going to be next Wednesday instead of Thursday. Yeah, and I'm then, sorry, you guys. It's soccer. Um, but I think after next week, it kind of it'll, it won't affect us anymore. But So next week's show will be on Wednesday, and we're talking about wounds, ghosts, and flaws. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yes. Is that, are we talking about dark moments in romance there too? I guess kind of, because it all goes kind together. Of. Okay. Yes. Yes. And then after that, the sex show. And I just yes, pray to God that I don't have 30 <laughs> people walking through this room like usual. Maybe I'll take it upstairs. Then, then we're going to have the talk. <laughs> that, is, <laughs> that is going to be on February 25th. That is... Um, I mean, we're not going to get super graphic or anything, but that might be a day that you want to be sure you have like your earbuds in or don't have little kids walking around. Um, yes. 
because we're, we're we calling be that show. Oh my God, my mom's going to read this. <laughs> yes, yes, that's what we're calling that one. So that's what we have coming up. And then we have yes. classes on Teachable right now. Yes, in the meantime, if you are working on a romance and aren't quite sure what comes next, there is a class for that. Um, go to our website and you'll find the classes and coaching link and you'll go straight to our Teachable page where you can find the Plotting a Romance class that walks you through step-by-step step how to put together your story. You'll also find Dawn's new Story Fuel class, which um, is a great exercise in conflict, stakes, and tension, which drive your pacing and pretty much everything else about your story. So those two things together ought to set you up pretty good. And then if you really want to get crazy, you can go take the deep POV class. Yes. And we have, we have the newsletter, which has a code for 10% um, off any class. And we are giving away Romancing the Beat That's to right. a newsletter subscriber this month. That's our book of the month this month is Romancing the Beat. One of my favorites. So, it's on my shelf behind me. I refer to it pretty much every time I read a book. So yes, I'm pretty sure mine's over there too. So, <laughs> okay. So that is our happy Valentine's day show. Happy Valentine's day, everybody. Thank you for hanging out with us and we will see you here next Wednesday. Wednesday. Hopefully. Yes. Okay. Take care guys. Have a great weekend.